What's up? This is Dominique Bomonte, your host. You are listening to Season with Salt, the podcast, Mastering Mondays. What's up? This is Dominique Bomonte, and you are listening to Season with Salt, the podcast. If I were to ask you, do you have an anxiety disorder, you would likely say no. However, I found out that according to the National Institute of Mental Health, around 19% of all adults in the United States have an anxiety disorder of some kind. The secret to a well-balanced week is acknowledging deficits in areas in our life that we need to improve. I want to talk specifically today about anxiety. Anxiety, my friends, is one of the greatest threats to our peace, our productivity, and our purpose. Generally, when you hear people talking about anxiety, they're talking about one of five major types of anxiety disorders. Those types are generalized anxiety disorders, obsessive-compulsive disorder, which we call OCD, panic disorders, post-traumatic stress disorder, which is PTSD, social phobia or social anxiety. You probably know somebody or maybe you have dealt with some of those anxiety disorders. The best way to understand high-functioning anxiety is to look at some of the signs and symptoms associated. According to SpecializedTherapy.com, there are 10 primary ways or 10 primary signs or symptoms associated with high-functioning anxiety. Number one, people-pleasing in order to create an environment that makes me feel safe and less anxious. Number two, I endure long periods of hard work, then experience burnout, then I procrastinate. Number three, I overthink that I am not doing enough or I feel failure. Number four, poor sleep. I don't sleep enough hours. I wake up and cannot seem to get back to sleep or I have trouble falling asleep. Number five, racing thoughts that make it difficult to relax. Number six, overly busy due to fear of saying no. Number seven, I use alcohol and substances to cope. Number eight, my anxiety, not ambition, is driving me to complete tasks. Number nine, I seem like I have it together, but internally, I am struggling. And then number 10, when my routine gets disrupted, I am upset. Another way that this shows up is in a person who claims to have a type A personality. Generally, a person with a type A personality is operating at a very urgent pace. They are demonstrating high levels of impatience. They have a very competitive nature. They get upset really easily. They associate their self-worth with achievement. So on one hand, a high-functioning person 
who struggles with anxiety is healthy and they are accomplished. But on the other hand, their ethic, their work ethic, the thing that drives them is detrimental to their health, relationships, their sanity, their peace, their relationship with God. And so the question is, how do we understand and live through and live out of this high-functioning anxiety in order to please God? What is God's perspective? How might we change our behavior, our practices, the way that we see the world, the way that we see ourselves, so that we can protect ourselves from going crazy? I got three important truths for you this morning, this afternoon, this evening. Three important truths. The first is that God wants to interrupt the way that anxiety impedes upon your life and progress. Secondly, God cares for you. He is intensely concerned about your well-being. God wants to influence the way that you make progress, and he wants to be your priority. And God wants to invite himself. He wants you to invite him into your work-life balance. Jesus presented himself as the ultimate example of what it meant to live anxiety-free. He presented that. Number one, he created community. He created community. He gathered people around him who could help him to do what he was called to do. He prayed, he rested, he delegated. He did not think that people would see him as powerless or not God's son because he gave his influence to the people around him. We can gather an understanding of how Jesus wants us to interpret our relationship with him through Hebrews, the fourth chapter in the 15th verse, and I'm going to read that in the Amplified Version. Here's what it says. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weaknesses and temptations, but one who has been tempted, knowing exactly how it feels to be human in every aspect, in every respect as we are, yet without committing any sin. And here's the thing, therefore, verse 16, let us with privilege approach the throne of grace, that is the throne of God's gracious favor, with the confidence and without fear, so that we may receive mercy for our failures and find his amazing grace to help in the time of need and appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. Check out what God wants us to know as we think about how we engage this terrible thing called anxiety. Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says this, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, here's the key, by prayer and supplication, asking God, opening the lines of communication, and with thanksgiving, with gratitude. Let your requests be made known to God. Talk to him.
And the peace of God, as a result of you doing that, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Here, Jesus is demonstrating that he is the, 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 the answer to anxiety. He is the, the, the person who heals the anxiety that we feel in our heart. And ultimately, a lot of what we bring upon ourselves is about control, right? Like we want to be in control. We want to seem macho. We don't want to seem weak. We don't want people to not listen to us. And so we go through all these things to be accepted and liked, and it brings all this anxiety into our life. And God said that that's not what I called you to do. I called you to be vulnerable. I called you to rest. I called you to eat. I called you to relax. I called you to do all the things that you need to do so that you can be 100% for the mission and the purpose that I have brought in your life. And so my brothers and sisters, this Monday, as you are thinking about what this week will look like for you, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you not to allow anxiety to get in the way of your progress and to put anxiety in the place that it belongs, and that is under your feet. And the thing that it is going to take is a relationship, a constant, vibrant relationship with Jesus Christ, where whenever that fear, that anxiety peaks its ugly head, you can say, no, you have no place here because I am God's anointed. I'm the person that he has called. And guess what? Everything that stands in your way this week, God already knew that you would have to deal with it. He already knew the challenges that you would run into. And guess what? I love the scripture in the Bible that says that he goes before us. Like we we, we are looking at what it might look like, but God is already there. He's omnipresent. He's already there working on our problem. He's already there anticipating um, what we would need, and he will provide for us. He will provide for us. And so when we're thinking about anxiety and these needs and this the, 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 the need for control and the need to be in charge and the need to, to protect ourselves, we don't have to do any of that because we have a Father who loves us. And guess what? Just like Hebrews 4.15 says, we do not have a Father. We don't have a protector. We don't have to. You know how sometimes our natural parents, like they can be, they don't want to admit that they experience some of the things that we experience. They don't want to admit that they had struggles and hard times and drunken nights. But guess what? We have a father in God who, um, he didn't have no drunk nights, but we have a father in God that understands. And guess what? The Bible says that he withstood every emotion, every human emotion that he could withstand. He knows what we're thinking about. He knows what we're dealing with, and he will solve our problem if we trust him. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for another week that you allowed us to work and to live and to parent and to love and to wife and to husband. Whatever it is that you have called us to do this week, we thank you, God, that you have given us the authority 
over fear. We thank you, God, that you have given us the authority over anxiety. And Father, we're not only going to master Monday, but we're going to master Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday, Father God, because we are going to walk in your authority. We're going to walk in boldness. We're going to go to the throne of grace and we're going to ask for your help, Father God. And if God, there are areas in our life where we're still trying to navigate and we need help, Father God, we're going to pursue the help that we need, Father God. We thank you for Christian counselors. We thank you for pastors and spiritual figures. We thank you for mentors and and and, and those who you have put in our life to help us and to direct us and to, and, and to walk us through the most difficult and darkest times. We thank you for those people. And we ask God that you would bless us this week, that you would be with us, that you would protect us, that you would guide us, God, and that you would show yourself strong in our life. God, we love you. We praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Season with song, with song.